Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ashcone09, and joining me as always today is Jaminator. Good evening, mate. Evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. Also joining us on today's episode is Burger Boy. Good evening, Burger. Good evening. How's everyone? Good. Yeah, yeah, all good, mate. Good to have you back on um, for another episode. And also joining us on today's episode is Bertie. Good evening, Bertie. Evening, boys. Great to be back on the pod uh, from uh, Europe. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, super. Right, but just to run down the agenda for today, we're going to start with Division 1. Uh, we're then going to talk to... Bert, well, Bertie's going to lead on the golf segment. We're then going to talk about Division 2. Uh, we're then going to hear from Joe in the latest in the F2. Um, then we're going to have a little look at Division 3. And then we'll just talk briefly about the season predictions. Um about where people sort of you know the sort of the thread that went up at the start we'll talk a little bit about who had what where and um you know what we sort of think will happen in the final stretch of the season so let's start with division one and we do now know who the champion is sweaty bananas has won the league so congratulations sweaty burger and obviously just falling short at the end um you know two points i mean let, let's start with with that um where where do you think it went wrong where do you think you know you'd lost it? Uh, firstly, congrats to Ali. Um, I mean, looking at all the stats, he has deserved it. Um, and secondly, I think I made a, a point in a few parties. Um, midway through the season, I decided to do Daka 4 in Wepu, and that led me light in the midfield, and I ended up playing the centre-back against, I think, Aaron and Suited, and uh, I only managed four points out of 12. I feel like that was um, one of the major... Um, mistakes I made this season, and and after that I made I got Sao, I got Nunes, and I said if if I was to win every game I might have a chance, and I was proved right because I only dropped three points from that point on, and that was against Jam. Um, so yeah, I mean, so, so what you're saying is Jam got you the title? Well, he won me the title last <laughs> season, so he says, and then but, but um, no. Um, and it, it kind of happened when I was knocked out of the cup as well. And it was, it all the signings came at the wrong time for me. But, you know, when you look at Ali's goal scoring record and that kind of stuff, he's deserved it. Um, I'm happy, I've, I said top four again. I think I said on the preview, the top four most likely be Ben, my, uh, Bry, myself, and Ali, bearing one or two might, might come into it. But, um, yeah. I finished it strong, got a very good team. I'm just looking forward to next season now with the players that I've got towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting as well, isn't it? Because obviously he's new FIFA um, and that sort of first FIFA, that first season, everyone's sort of getting used to the game and, um, you know, it, it will be interesting. I mean, you said, you know, Sweaty, yourself, Brian and Ben, all, all names that were sort of thrown about at the start of the season to uh, challenge for the title. So I don't think there's really any surprises with that top four. Um, you know, it's, it's been quite, it's been a quite close race though, um, you know, between obviously yourself and Sweaty and that's, that's been really, really good to see. Um, I mean, Jam, uh, let's look towards the bottom. Um, you're currently just above the, uh, the relegation playoff spot. Um, obviously eagle eyes on the Mark, the Sharks games. Um, what do you think? Do you think you've done enough? Or do you think Mark will... Um, I mean, Mark is eight points behind you with four games to play. So, he needs 
well, three wins, and he'll knock you into the playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, he is gonna he is gonna need three wins because um, I think if he just gets the two wins and two draws, he's not gonna be able like goal difference. You'd imagine it'll be insurmountable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you know three wins, and again, I'd be more than happy to be in the relegation playoff because I, I think I'm alone in the fact that I just want to play more FIFA games on this game. I've not it's not been as bad as I think everybody says. I think everybody gets to this stage of the of the FIFA cycle and thinks, oh, it's a terrible game. Roll on, you know, end of September, and it's like it's just going to just be the same thing all over again. You know, like just stop mm. stop wishing away. You know what what's been actually a not too bad game. Um, for me, and again, I I'm, I always said I'd be quite happy with with finishing in, in Division One and and not not getting relegated, and that seems like what it's going to be. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm happy to be finishing eleventh. I think at one stage of the season I was in you know thirteenth, twelfth at max, and I just wasn't picking up points because I had a really really tough start. Um, I knew I had Burger to play, so I knew I was going to get points somewhere. So that was all right. Um, and, I'm and, and, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think you know the the, the some of the big points for me is you know Burger. If you look at it, you know he's, he's two points off Ali, but then arguably three because of the goal difference. So. I like to think those three points that he's off winning a title were the three points I, I you know, took off him. Um, it makes me feel nicer when I go to bed at night. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, look, again, it's been a good season. A um, couple of shocks, obviously. Again, like you said, for me, winning against Berger is always great. Winning against Ali was completely um, completely a massive shock. Um, again, he went out all out attack in the last sort of 20 minutes of the game and it made the scoreline a bit false. Um, the big difference for me, and again, maybe it's one for for, for uh, Berger to mention or, or to, to pass comment on more than myself. Um, Brian just have two games to play. I mean, he's you know four out of the last five games have been losses. I mean, do we think he's just maybe lost interest because he knew he couldn't win the the title? I mean, what what's happened there? Um, possibly. I mean, he, he he lost twice to last game, and if he would have won both the games, he'd have been in chance to win the league. So. Um, it was like what well, I suggested earlier. I mean, if I was to win every game, I'd win the league, and obviously I fell short by two points. And I think it'd have been similar to Bry, but I don't really see him online much. But then again, it's that cycle of FIFA people aren't playing as much, you know. And um, obviously, I speak to him quite a bit on club circuit and stuff. But um, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I don't know what his circumstances are. But yeah, he does look like he's dropped off. I mean, fair play, fair play to um, you know, just obviously your your mate. Yeah, fair play to Top Cat. Obviously, yeah. he, he beat him. He did know, six he... points against Brian. I don't think no one has done that. I don't think this season at all. Yeah. I... I mean, again, he was he was down there, wasn't he? And he's uh... he's done well. He, he's done well to get up there. Um, so so fair play to him. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Ash. I think for me, it's been a it's been a mixed season. The, the bottom of Division One mm. has been just as exciting as the top for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really could have gone anyone's way, um, you know, and it, it obviously still can. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I've, um, you know, I, I'm quite happy to uh, have turned it around at some point. At one point, I was uh, in that relegation uh, battle. Um, a couple of results went my way. I mean, three wins for me out of the last five, um, you know, sort of, sort of helped that, including a couple of um, demolishings against Aaron. Um you know, so currently sixth, I do think I'll probably drop down to eighth because I, I, I think Aaron and Buncey will go above me. Um, but I mean, I, I'm happy just to stay in this division. Um, 
I mean, Bertie, looking at the two that are, well, the definitely the one that is definitely going down at the moment is um, Riverman. Um, Mika is definitely going down as well. Oh, Mika's going down. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, no, no, no not yet. Right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Waiting for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because yeah. Mika's also on eight points. Uh, is eight points clear, Mark? Yeah. So, um, Riverman definitely, Mark possibly. Um, uh, looking at those bottom two, are you surprised? Zero surprise whatsoever. Riverman loves his baseball game, and when that comes out, he kind of tends to lose interest in the FIFA and. Like he, he he actually punched above his weight for the last couple of seasons in the Prem. Uh, I think he, it's a bit inevitable. He just eventually kind of fall into the trap door. Mark, he's real yo-yo. He's he's top of the division two or bottom of the division one every single season. He just goes up and down. He's like the West Brom or whoever it might be of the of the of, of the top division. Uh, Mika and Jam. Uh, I think Jam is going to hold on here and uh, Mika will end up in the playoff. I can't see Mark getting getting the results he needs to um, to, to to stay up. Uh, I just want to say, uh, look, at hard luck to Berger because like he took four points off Ali. I think Berger, is that right? You, yeah. you got four points out, uh, which is quite unlucky to, to then finish behind him. But look, at fair, I just say, well done to Ali for winning the league and well done to Geminator for taking three points off Berger and depriving him of winning the league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and one more thing. There is no excuse for Berger next year not winning the league with a wage-free season. Yeah. It, would be emba- it would be embarrassing not to win it. That's my final take on the plan. So here's, here's one, just quickly. And again, this might come, you know, more, um, you know, might come into this more probably on the season preview and stuff, Berger. But someone, for example, it was well documented at the end of last season. I was trying to sell someone like Christian Teo, and you know, people were trying to get rid of some of their players that were less desirable, more because of the wages than anything. Um, would you now? Because I, I saw a comment earlier on the, the uh, in one of the threads saying you were going to stick very similar to the way you team build at the moment, but. I mean, yeah. with a wage-free season, and probably you know, after a full season with these divisions, it's going to take us obviously, you know, quite far into the next FIFA. Are you gonna? Is that going to change the way that you're going to build for next season in terms of we be more likely to sign players at high wages, even if they necessarily you wouldn't have done it before? Not necessarily. Um, I think when I've done well in previous seasons, I've kept pretty much the same team throughout the whole season. It's when I've changed the team. That's when it's gone pear-shaped. It kind of did this season in a way. Um, but having that relaxation, I'm not worrying about that. Um, but I'm not going to just sign a player for the sake of signing one. I want to sign a player if he's got potential, growth, all that kind of stuff, um, and see you know, how he progresses. With it being not a reset year, it's a little bit different because you're not really looking at the low overalls because they're not really going to have a bigger impact towards the end of the FIFA. But, um, yeah, I'll obviously, I will have no restraints, but then I do have to think about the following year or following season that if you have a cut and on my wages is five million over the threshold, then I'll be stuck. So I'll, I'll have that over my head. But, you know, I'll be at a stage where I can just pick and choose the players that I could possibly get, maybe. But I'll only get players that I'd want rather than just the sake of it. And you'll have to no, improve. No the excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Good way for our players to come available. To be fair, as well. 
Yeah, brilliant. Right, we're going to move on, and Bertie, we're going to head over to you, and you can give us the latest of what's going on with the uh, the AG tour. Well, we've had a, a couple of events since the last podcast. We we visited a place called El Hio Paridas, where we had a handicap event, which I actually won, which is the first handicap I, event I won in quite a, quite a number of seasons. It was a tough course, and I think it probably favoured the the the, the lower handicap golfers. So last week was we was we get in Kingsley Club we had our um, second major of the season the AG Open and I probably went in as favourite having won the previous event event but Suter produced a fantastic performance and he emerged victorious and a big note here that second was Red Rhinoceros who had been absolutely terrible up to that but he's come back into playing some good stuff now there's only four weeks left in in our season and it's going to time very well because the next version of the golf will be released on the 14th of October, PGA 2K23. So it's going to be interesting to see like how many people get it, uh, what the gameplay would be like, uh, how will it compare to the current one. So we'll probably have a few weeks interlude to see how that goes and see what kind of a tour we're going to have or how we can maybe keep the two consoles uh, games going to have a, a meaningful tour because not everybody uh, is a committed golfer on it. And so we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, brilliant. It'll be interesting um, to see. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move on to Division 2. And this one is now fully done in terms of the game. So Morris, um, is champion. Uh, congratulations, Morris. Um, winning the league. Sean in second. Um, Plunkett, Paul Sofa are in the playoffs uh, in those spots. The third, fourth, and fifth. Um Jeff, Briar, Joe, Hilly, yourself, Bertie, you did survive. Uh, um, yes, not then... predicted by you, mind. I heard you on the last podcast. <laughs> Let me down. <laughs> it's good to see you've defied. Um, uh, Diadex uh, in 11th, and then Raz and Wince in the bottom three. So let's start, obviously, you know, you did um, pull three wins out of your last five games to... Um, well, I, I did. I struggled some in some games, like guys that I would normally have really good games and be tight games with, like Sofa Ruckus and uh, Joe, absolutely pummeled me. Like they were huge defeats, and I went in. I like I did look all down because like my last two, of my last three games were against the top two, but I got uh, four points off Hilly, and then I went into a game with Sean, which I was thinking, OK, I, I just need to kind of not get pummeled here and maybe go into my last game against Morris and have a chance because, like, sometimes I can give him a reasonably good game. And um, first game against Sean, he, he, he probably should have beaten me, but I bet him. And the second game, I um, beat him deservedly. And then he went on to be defeated by Hilly, surprisingly, in, in the, after that, which kind of cost him the title. And uh, in, in the end, I had my last two games against Morris and... I, I did have a big say in the title, really, because he, he quite deservedly beat me in the first game. But with about 15 minutes left in the second game, I was winning 1-0. And he just, I made mistakes and he capitalised. And that victory turned him from being second in the league to winning the league. So I'd say congratulations to him. I won't miss playing him next season. He's going to be going to the top division. But thankfully, I survived just about on the final and the final analysis, delighted to stay because that's my level. Like I dropped to Division Three a few seasons ago, popped straight back up. It was I went through the season undefeated, so I'm just happy to to do exactly what Jam did, just survive. Hopefully, Jam. 
<laughs> Don't talk too soon. Um, yeah, I mean, Berger, Morris, top of the league. Sean, second. Um, you know, they're sort of two names that were bounded about a lot at the start of the season. Um, you know, Sean in particular. Um, it's, uh, it's not really... I mean, all right, let me reword that. Are you surprised with those two at the top? And who do you think perhaps has underwhelmed a little bit in terms of position in that league? Um, no, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I know Sean had a shocker of a start, but he did literally play the top four or five people at the start of the season. He came out the worst of it. Then he played all the others and managed to pretty much get six points out of every one of them. Um, I think I said, I think I said in the preview that it would be like a top four of Morris, Sean, Plunkett and Sofa. I thought they were the standouts, but obviously Paul came in late. Um, to be honest, looking at the league, there hasn't really been an underperformer per se, I don't think. I mean, you can say it wins, but he's one of those that does go up and down from Division 2 to Division 3. Um, I think everyone's finished where at their level is. Um, maybe Joe's firepower. Um, he seemed to have got better towards the end of this FIFA, but then... Blackshaw, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I mean, just sort of looking at some, I mean, we'll talk about the predictions at the end, but, um, you know, Sofa was a name that was sort of banded about, perhaps possibly winning. Sean, um, you know, Plunkett. Um, I mean, Jam, let's talk about those that have finished in third, fourth and fifth. Plunkett, Paul Lowe's and Sofa. I mean, Paul Lowe's is a name that we've mentioned in the past. He obviously come in, um, you know, inherited that squad and has finished fourth. Um, yeah, I mean, he's done He's done he's, a good done yeah, well. he's done a good job considering the squad he's got because it was probably one of the worst on paper, um, if not the worst on paper of anybody in uh, in the division and, and any of the divisions, mm. in fact. Um, maybe before Soggy's deal with Berger, you could argue Soggy. But again, MJG, Soggy, they just didn't do events, therefore didn't have the money to put into the team. So... Paul has uh, done well. I think Plunkett was a massive shock, I'll be honest. I didn't think he'd be quite as high. I thought people like Sofa, even Joe, um, would be would be higher. I would I would probably argue, actually, with, with what you've just said there, uh, Berger, I would say Wintz has underperformed. And, yeah, you're right. I think, you know, he has, um, he you know, he does yo-yo between the two. But to finish on 18 points, that's that's a poor season. That is a poor season by his standards. I would expect someone else at Yo-Yo's, you know, Raz, four points ahead of him. Diodex, you know, does the same. He's on 23. So, yeah, for me, I would I would put Wintz up there as, as one of the people that should have finished higher than that, personally. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Going back to sort of th- uh, positions three to four, I think, for me, I, I did pick Sofa as, as one of my picks to do well this season. So, I'm like, I'm glad that he's in that top five. Um I think it's just, you know, you look at the, ultimately with Sofa, it's the, the goal difference, isn't it? Jeff's obviously had a few more ding-dong battles there, and it's a, a 24 goal difference swing between fifth and sixth, even though they're on the same points. So, yeah, happy for mm. happy for Sofa. And, and ultimately, well, I think they've all, you don't get to the, the, those positions in the league without deserving. You finish where you where you should be finishing at the end of the day based on your results. So, yeah, fair, fair play to him. And I think that the, the real... 
obviously the real winners obviously are of course Morris and Sean who seem to go obviously all through the season and, and ultimately it's it's Morris that's, that's come out on top which, which we said at the start didn't we we said that you know Morris and Sean should really be the two that come one and two in that league and it's it's proven to, to come to pass out of those sort of in the playoffs um, you know who, who, who would you not want to be facing so hypothetically again I did think this so I think if, if Mika out of the three people that can get in that though that Division One relegation slot, me, Mika, and Mark. I think that Mika would have a good chance of beating any of those guys. Um, me, I think I'd happily take on Plunkett. Unfortunately, he seems to lose to me on every relegation type playoff. So <laughs> I think I would happily play Plunkett in, in that one. Um, I wouldn't want to play Paul. I wouldn't mind playing Sofa, but yeah, Paul, I definitely would want to avoid. Um, and Mark, the same. I think, you know. Mark is, like um, Bertie alluded to earlier on, someone who does go between Division 2 and 1. So you'd imagine that if he goes down this season, he'll be in that playoff again next season and facing someone else in Division 1. So for me, I think that the Division 1 players would be slightly favourites, but you just I think it'd just be too close to call. I really do. It'll be that's, that's part of the reason I want to be involved. I kind of hope Mark gets three wins because I want to be in there. I, I want to I <laughs> give it a go. Yeah. I mean... Just quickly, Bertie, River is coming back down to Division 2. Do you think he'll be one that pushes to go back up next season? I think it's always difficult with a new FIFA to see how people adapt to the game. But like generally speaking, he, he has been kind of the top of the Division 2 for the last few seasons. And then you go into the Prem, retain his status, or into top division for the few, and retain his status. So I would say he'd definitely be at the top. Without a question, he'd be one of the main contenders. And all those guys that, you know, are top of Division 2 will be, that don't go up, they will be up at the top again. Like there's, but the, the, I think it's definitely the, the most even division in that anybody can beat anybody in it. And that has happened this season. And I think it will continue going forward. But um, yeah. I think hypothetically, Bertie, just to back up what you said there, if it ends up being, obviously, which we know, let's say just take two two people in a scenario Sean and Morris are coming up let's say it was me and River that went down just for two people for argument's sake you would say there that that's pretty much like for like in, in Division 2 and they arguably the same going the other way Raz and Wintz are dropping down I would say Satie and Storm again that's pretty much like for like so Division 2 generally doesn't tend to change too much unless you see ones where a few seasons ago we had Joe well it was last season wasn't it Joe, Morris and Sean all dropping down and then the addition of Paul instead of MJG, that's where Division 2 became a lot stronger. Um, but in terms of the movements, I would say that it's, it's going to be quite even next season as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, right, uh, we're going to move away from FIFA and we're going to move over to the F2. And Joe's going to give us the latest of what's been happening. So uh, take it away, Joe. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back for another F2 Roundup. As I think everyone knows by now, we are having a short season on the F2 mode. It's been a lot of fun so far. We've had some really close competitive racing. Interesting to see what happens when all the cars are equal. I think everyone's pretty much enjoyed it so far. Since we last spoke, we have had three weeks. We've had Saudi Arabia, we've had Austria and we've had Britain. We'll take a quick look at some of those results. It's been a good couple of weeks for Ben AJ Cooper in Division 1. Three weeks ago in Saudi Arabia, he got himself 49 points. He followed up in Austria with another race-winning weekend of 43 points. 
And on the week just gone in Britain, he was in third place with 31 points. A couple of other guys that have done well. Burger Boys had a good couple of weeks. He got himself 30 points in Saudi Arabia, as did Jaminator. We had a good week. Um, those two switched places, sorry, a week later in Austria, where Jaminator had 37, Burger had 35. And it was a return to form from Bunsey. He jumped in for this week, just gone. And he won the weekend with 50 points. In Division 1 then, that Ben AJ Cooper has got a nice lead. He's on 187 points for Team Prima. We've then got Burger Boy and Mooba Forever tied on 131. Bunsey's only raced two weeks, but he's got himself 101 points. It's then me on 97, X Morris on 96, and Jaminator on 94. Down to Division 2, it's pretty much been dominated by Mika Fika. He got himself 33 points in Saudi Arabia. We had Riverman in second place on 31, Paul Laws on 30, and Amen Raz on 26. It was another winning week the week after for Mika Fika with 38 points. A first good showing for Diadex that week on 33, then Riverman on 30, and a good showing for Bertie on 28 points. Harry came to the fore the last week just gone. His best weekend so far. He had 33 points, including a win in a feature race and a fastest lap. We had It's Only Jeff on 31 points, Riverman on 26, and Mika Fika also on 26. Again, Mika's got a nice lead in Division 2. He's on 182 points. We've got Amen Raz, his closest challenge, on 133 points. It's only Jeff on 117, Harry on 107 and Bigby on 95. Taking a quick look at the team championship, Team Prima are pretty much running away with it. They're now on 394 points. We've got MP on 281, DAMS on 248 and Uni Virtuosi on 240. We've got three weeks left to go in the F2, guys. We've got China this week coming. We've got USA the week after. And we're waiting for one more uh, track pick for last week, which is 26th of September. After that, we'll be going back to the F1 mode, uh, have some new cars um, allocated and all that sort of stuff. Anyone that wants to get involved, guys, same thing as normal, just send me a PM. Thanks, guys. Catch you later. And thank you very much for that, Joe. Now, quickly, I hadn't put it in the agenda, but I did remember that you asked to do it. You want to say something about the Fantasy Premier League? Um, well, I think, yeah, I mean, me, me and Bertie, obviously, we're very much, I mean, Bertie's always into it. He's the, the FBL king of uh, of AG. Um, but it's definitely something that we've been, more, well, I've been more interested in this season as well. Um, just a plug, really, anybody who's not in it already, I think the majority of the site are, but obviously we've got a, a fantasy league. Um, it is in the, uh, the, I think it's the general discussion thread, Bertie. Is I that think right, it's the general it... discussion, yeah, I think it's the general yeah. discussion, yeah, it is indeed, yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, just take a look at it, guys, um, and, and get involved, obviously, if, if you want to uh, if you want to give it a go. But it's, it's always good fun, it's always good fun, and somebody needs to knock Bertie off his perch this year. Um, he's always there or thereabouts. I think, I don't know how he's doing it, but Trooper seems to be flying away at the moment but i don't know what he's doing uh, well i think after early in the season you can get uh, get a bit fortunate but i come when it when uh, it comes to like double game weeks and the kind of the, the nuances of having played it for a long time that's usually when you're kind of the, the more experienced players can, can 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 get through so that's what i'm hoping that i'm, I'm going to stay ahead of you again this season jeff <laughs> you can try i think one of the things um <laughs> one of the things uh, in my work league You've seen people, I've already seen people play wild cards, which to be fair, I have as well. Um, but they've played their wild card, they've played their bench boost, they've played their triple captain. I'm like, guys, you don't get these back <laughs> apart from the wild card, you know. So everybody's kind of going quick. So I think, like you said, until at least the international break, the ranks don't really mean anything at the moment. 
Yeah, the um, link is yeah. actually in the sporting discussion thread. So, and if you go ah, to discussion okay. forums and sporting discussion, so it, it, the more the merrier, and the more people that that get engaged and stay engaged, it means for a bit of banter as we go along the season. Absolutely, cool. Yeah, that's all we wanted to say on it. Ash really was just a little plug. Fair enough. Um, right, we're going to talk uh, Division Three. Um, so. Obviously, at the moment, Red Rhinoceros is currently top, only on goal difference. And Satie in second, who's got two games in hand and only needs a point um, to, uh, to win the league. Um, so, Rhino and Satie are going to be top two, I believe, unless Storm um, can pull off two wins in his last two games, which I believe, looking at it, are against Curly Working. Against Brilly. Um, against Brilly. Against Brilly. Oh, are they? Yeah. Brilly. Okay. So who's Curly? Is Curly got Satie? Yes, yes right. Oh, okay, fine. Um, so Storm, Curly, and Soggy are currently in those uh, third, fourth, and fifth spots. Uh, Tunners, Lost Boy, Payne Wales, Harry in ninth, uh, Wiz Fox, Motional Worm, Andy Brill. Brilly is not finishing Woo! bottom. Well done, Brilly. I think that I think that deserves just a biggest mention of uh, people winning the league. Oh, 100%. <laughs> he's got two games in hand and he's two points clear. He's loving life. I mean, he could actually, looking at if if he wins those two games, which <laughs> I mean, come on, let's I'm just looking that. at the hypothetical, is that he could actually go up to ninth and he no, could finish above Harry, Wizzy and Worm. Nose, nosebleed territory. I mean, mind you, oh, I'm not no. being funny, but I would look to be a fly on the wall if he gets six points against Storm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, even if he picks up a point, to be fair, I'd love that. Yeah. A win. Mm. Even one win, and that would be... Uh, I think Rhino would, would be, be around his house buying him pints, I think, um, <laughs> if, if that happens. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Satie. Satie looks like he's going to win the league. Um Obviously, we've had him on in the past, and we've Jan mm. about you know say I think he's a really good, really good player. I think he's come on leaps and bounds, especially the last couple of FIFAs. Um, you know, a really really strong player, and not a surprise, I don't think. Um, you know, the the predictions at the start of the season, lots of people had a mix of Rhino um, and Satie um, in there. So to see them top two, uh, looking at the other people in that division, I don't think is a big surprise. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. I would say that Rhino, Storm, and Satie would have been on everybody's watch list. I think Curly is the one that sort of come out of nowhere a little bit. Um, I had Soggy doing well as well, so I'm glad to see he's finishing the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I, for me, I think in terms of um, in terms of Satie, I mean, when he first joined the site, he, he wasn't the best. And then he had a, I think it was after I slagged off the Division 3 on a podcast a few, a, a, quite a, a while ago now. He sprung into life and seemed to do really well. And then he actually, last season, obviously he dipped a bit. He got, I think he got relegated back down and, and had quite a poor season. Um, but yeah, this season, I mean, he's come back. He's come back really, really well. Um, again, dropped, dropped a few points recently. Um to the you know to the point where um you know he he managed to drop off top spot but like I say he's got two games in hand um you know he's he's got the best defensive or one of the sorry one of the best defensive records in the division um I think the third best actually um but he's doing well he's doing well and again I think he'd be a worthy champion um I'd still I'd like to see those two come up personally I think you know Storm he had so many games behind and we've, you know, we've seen him do this before then, you know, where he's all of a sudden gone on a massive run and saved all these games to the end. Um, 
for me, I'd like to see Storm either in the playoffs or, or, or staying in Division 3 and, and for Rhino and Satie, just for the difference being in that uh, that top division. Also, it means that Storm might have to play Soggy in, in a playoff final, which would be to die for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. For me, I think, yeah, I would like to see Rhino top um, and Satie second, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's very difficult to see... Um, that, for, you yeah. know, to see Satie not getting at least a point off Curly. I mean, hey, Curly's played very, very well, so it's, it's very possible. Um, mm. You know, but I would like to think that Satie will be good enough to get at least a point. He might play for a point, and that might that might you know do him a disservice. I don't know. But for me, yeah, it's been it's been a good division. It's been a good division. You know, Tunner's had a Tunner's mm. had a struggle at the start, managed to pull it back towards the end. Uh, Payne, hmm. very similar to River, I think, realised he wasn't really doing much and just started to sell everybody and going into the next FIFA, they're both sat on circa 200 million plus, so it's going to be it's going to yeah. be interesting for I don't know whether you call it deadline cut. day or cut. window opening day I don't know <laughs> like, um, Bring a cut <laughs> yeah, well, That would be the ideal, wouldn't it? Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be an interesting one for sure Yeah, I mean, Bertie Payne Wales I mean, he is a name in the past that, you know, has sort of been banded about as sort of challenging for those top three, top four. Has fallen a little bit short the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, very mixed record this season. Um, do you, yeah, I mean, do you think it's just end of FIFA? Um, you know, obviously, as Jam alluded to, you know, it got to a point that players were being sold and he's in a very, very nice position come the start of next um, season, if there is no cut, obviously. Um, what do you think's gone wrong? I, I think what's gone wrong for Payne is that Rhino constantly beats him now, and that does his head in. And because he's generally the better player between himself and Rhino, and uh, I think uh, when Rhino started beating him all the time, he thought, "Oh my God, this is really, really bad." He's probably sold all his players. Okay, he's building for the new FIFA. This FIFA doesn't suit him, so it is definitely end of FIFA with him. But like, look at the big picture in Division Three is one of the most popular events on the. AG Tour every season is the Rhino bottling open and we have to talk about the elephant in the room how Rhino has bottled it again he's going to hmm. say he's going to pass them out and Storm is going to beat Brilly twice and he's going to end up in the playoffs and he's going to bottle them again it's going to happen and even though he's been playing fantastic uh, FIFA he, he just when it comes to the league games he bottles it don't know what happens to him he just bottles it and last word Andy Braille down to the final game against or the second last game against guys it was like a wooden spoon ball the two of them playing off and Andy won the, 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 the two games and he's such a nice lad I'm absolutely delighted to see him finally not finish bottom of the pile like it, it's a guy like Andy is the kind of guy that that, that the league needs he no matter what and he, he takes his thumpings and he comes back for more every time and if we didn't have the likes of Andy Brill in our leagues, we wouldn't have leagues. So, well done to Andy. I'm delighted to see him not finish bottom. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well done, Andy. Um, Berger, what do you want to take from this division um, um, this season? just want to talk about Soggy. I think that deal I made with him has reinvented his season and managed to get a playoff spot. Well, 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 I don't know. Just sorry to interrupt you right there. I know he's only said six words in this division, Ash, but Soggy's got 11 wins. <laughs> that deal won too long ago, and he's only I... won one in the last five games, man. I don't think that's right, though, because I'm sure he, um, I'm sure he's had some great form. I'm not sure that that's the form thing on the site actually works because I'm sure he's had some great form. I mean, I, I'm sure he wasn't. He was towards the bottom when I did the deal with him. I'm sure he was. 
this is just don't listen to this guys if he offers you any deals next season <laughs> okay. sorry can, continue remind, remind us uh, remind us what the deal was Berger um, a dormitory for four players essentially that's it yeah he gave you Traore in response for four I, 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 honestly because I report the results I've put the results through and I feel like he's got the better end of all the results I've posted um, I don't know I thought that would be the case, and that's when I've reported the scores. They've, they've been positive. Whether Bryce done all the ones that he's not done very well in, but I felt he's all he wasn't doing that well. Um, I think he had a poor result. Then he sold Troy Allray mid, midway just after midway through the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good to see Soggy in those sort of top four, top five spaces. Um, you know, because obviously we, we've given him a bit of stick in the past on the podcast jam, you know, for his style of play. But clearly, uh, it's, it's worked well for him this season. And I, don't, I mean, I don't think that. I think he's more of an attacking player now mm. than what he once was, uh, yeah, which I, is good I, to see. Not, again, I think it's it's a rhetoric, isn't it? It's, it's a, um, a stigma that he's been sort of... Um, that's obviously been attached to him, which for me, I think is a little bit false. I don't think, you know, he's he's completely, you know, sit behind the ball. And I, I would argue, and it's not just because he's on the podcast, but I would argue Bertie plays arguably more defensive or pragmatic football than Soggy plays these days. Same with Satie. You know, these guys for me play, you know, a game where it's a lot more thought out and deliberate and, and whatever, whereas Soggy... I, I have no problems playing Soggy when, when we play. It doesn't seem to be a laborious game. By, by any stretch so I don't know what, what do you think Bertie obviously you, you know I'll let you answer that um, yeah I probably would be uh, I, th- I think the games that I did well this season were where I, I, I really concentrated on not giving away goals and uh, you know play play a kind of a thoughtful kind of a game whereas when I was kind of a bit gung-ho I, I, I was getting clobbered and I do agree I think I think uh, Soggy definitely has um, he, he's not the Soggy of three or four years ago where he had this uh, uh, 11 at the back or 10 at the back uh, and one striker formation, which we all uh, saw, but he's definitely yep. got, gone back to a more norm, normal kind of plane of uh, FIFA, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's, um... it's been good. Right, um... To round off, I just want to quickly talk um, a little bit about uh, the predictions that were made at the start of the season. Um, obviously, every season we see that prediction thread goes up, and some of them are always uh, an interesting read um, to see where people, uh, you know, have them finish. And I mean, I went through the, the sort of the comments yesterday and uh, where people had what, and I talked briefly about, um, you know, the sort of um in the divisions i mean division one for example um you know you, yourself burger you were a favorite with uh sweaty ben and brian and you know it was you four guys that occupied the first spot and obviously you all finished in the sort of top four um spots um i mean look at division two sean uh sean and morris um you know sean the favorite morris a second and then um plunkett Joe and Bry. I mean, someone had Bry to finish second, uh, finish top of Division Two, um, and then in Division Three, the general consensus, you know, Rhino, 
Satie, Storm, uh, Wizzy Fox. I mean, Wizzy Fox was one that had quite a few mentions, and um, he's not had a very good season. He finished tenth. I don't know what's gone, what went wrong for Wizzy um, this season, but uh, nonetheless, it was it was pretty interesting. And then obviously, sort of looking at division, you know, the runners up, Sweaty, Berger, Brian. Um, you know, all names in that top four. I suspect next season may be the same. Um, Morris, Joe, I mean, they were all pretty much in line with each other. Um, you know, so I, I suppose if you did a general consensus and did a, you know, the, the medium of the predictions, um, quite a lot of it would probably come in to, as of where you expect it, um, which is, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, only, I think it was only 10, 10 people out of all the, uh, out of all the, uh, site put predictions in, um, at the start of the season. So it be interesting. Hopefully next season we'll get, we we'll get a few more. Um, should be mandatory. I mean, it's just, it adds to the start of the season, doesn't it? I think, um, you know, sort of where people think they're going to finish and, you know, it is always good. It's always good fun. So hopefully next season we'll, uh, we'll see a few more people. Right. We're going to leave it there. Um, so thank you very much, uh, for listening and, uh, uh, Bertie, thank you very much for coming on again. It's been a pleasure to have you. Delighted to be back on, and uh, hopefully it won't be too long, and I'll be back on to join you again in a new season, a new FIFA, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, uh, thank you for thank you for it. Uh, Berger, thank you for coming on. Yeah, cheers for having me on, as always, a pleasure, and uh, be on soon as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, Jam, as always. It's uh, it's been great. Yep, thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much for hosting, and uh, and obviously, yeah, thanks for you two for coming on. Really appreciate it. Brilliant, and we'll see you on the next episode, guys. So thank you very much, and uh, take it easy. Goodbye.